Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Third and Short Podcast. As always, I am your host, Tyler Fayella, with my co-host, Joe Lewis. What's going on, guys? All right, so last week in college football, we had an incredible week, some incredible games. Um, We're going to go over that in just a minute. Uh, We're on a bit of a time constraint this week, so I'm going to start right off with the NFL. Um, Last week, the NFL was, I mean, just like the NFL would be, teams won. The teams that were supposed to win won. There were some blowouts. There were some really good games. There were some really boring games. Two teams got their first wins. So we're going to go over them right now. Uh, Jaguars, Bengals, that game was a lot closer than anyone really anticipated. Um, Bengals win that one 24-21. Joe Burrow played pretty well. Trevor Lawrence probably had his best game as a pro. Um, Yeah, not really too much to read in. Bengals win that 24-21. Dolphins, Colts. I'm just going to say this now. The Dolphins are in shambles. The offensive line's in shambles. Um, The whole organization's just a shit show right now. Uh, the Colts were winless going into this week. They were one of the better winless teams, if that makes sense to anybody. So they came in and they proved why they deserved to win. Their defense played well. Their offense played pretty well. Um, Dolphins defense played good for what they could have, what they did. Jacoby Brissett played like shit. Um, yeah, I I don't know what else to say about this team, honestly. They can't do – they really can't do anything. So not much to read into that. The Dolphins are one and three. I don't see them winning – many games this year if they keep doing this anyway um yeah gonna move on to washington and the falcons um a late touchdown from taylor heineke seals the win for the foot for washington football team they win this one 34 30 heineke like i said played well terry mclaurin had two touchdowns falcons nah that's all i'm gonna say they're just meh they're nothing crazy they're nothing special um bills beat the shit out of the texans 40 to nothing josh allen only had two touchdowns but it doesn't make up for the fact that the Bills defense had five turnovers. Davis Mills probably was scared shitless going up against this defense. He went, oh, he no touchdowns, four picks, 87 yards passing for a total QBR of 0.8. So honestly, it's only uphill from here. Keep your head up, I guess, or that massive neck. Um, Bears, Lions, uh, Justin Fields with his second start as a pro goes against the Lions and beats them 24-14. He will be the starter for the rest of the season, as announced by Matt Nagy yesterday. Uh, the Lions are 0-4, probably the best 0-4 team I've ever seen. To be honest with you, if you look at their season, they've almost come back and beaten the 49ers. They kept it competitive with the Packers. Um, the Bears, I wouldn't say, are the greatest team in the world, but you know they're going to get their first win. They're not going to lose every game. Um, Panthers-Cowboys. The Cowboys have shown that they're one of the best teams in the NFC. Trayvon Diggs has, uh, Bama boy, by the way, has proven that he is one of the top corners in the in the National Football League. Not going to say he's the best. He definitely was not anywhere near as good last year, but he's definitely taken a massive, massive step this year. Um, Sam Darnold played okay, had some bad throws here and there. Ezekiel Elliott played pretty well. DJ Moore had a really good game. And yeah, the Cowboys... Honestly, I can see them being an NFC championship team if they keep this up. And they're still missing like eight starters. So keep that in mind. Um, Browns Vikings, probably one of the most boring games I've ever watched. 14-7 Browns win this one. Uh, Kevin Stefanski comes back to Minnesota. And I don't know what it was. I mean, that no teams could get any offense going. Kirk Cousins still, I think he's, did he have a pick? That He did have a pick. He's thrown one pick on the year. Still incredible for Kirk Cousins standards. Um, Giants Saints Giants beat the Saints in overtime uh, Daniel Jones is playing abnormally well for Daniel Jones um, the Saints are looking underwhelming uh, with Jameis Winston at the helm Kamara had 26 carries 120 yards Daniel Jones threw, over four, threw for over 400 yards and two touchdowns um, Tennessee the Titans um, I don't know what the fuck you guys are doing but you just let the Jets win this game, basically 27 to 24 sealed by a late or a field goal in overtime um, and a Randy Bullock miss in overtime. I could have, I see, I saw that from a mile away. He came out to make the game tying field goal and he just missed it. Um, Derek Henry had 33 carries, 157 yards and touchdown. Corey Davis had his probably one of his better games of his career with four catches, 111 yards, one touchdown. And yeah, the Jets get their first win and they're tied with the dolphins. That should say a lot. Um, Next, we have the Chiefs and the Eagles. Chiefs go into Philly and beat them 42 to 30. And I'm saying this now, the Chiefs are going to have to score over 40 points a week to beat anyone because their defense couldn't stop a fucking nosebleed. So, yeah, the Chiefs are going to literally have to win 
have to score 40 points plus every week. Uh, Tyreek Hill had 11 catches, 186 yards, three touchdowns, probably a 50 point, damn near 50 point fantasy day. Uh, Clyde Redzilaire had 14 carries, 102 yards. Patrick Mahomes had five touchdowns. I mean, they're going to do what they're going to do, but their defense is just terrible. Probably one of the better games of the week was the Cardinals Rams. Both teams undefeated the NFC West looking like the best division in football. Um, Cardinals came in and absolutely just stomped them. They made, they made the Rams defense look stupid. Kyler Murray comes out and he's having an MVP type year. It two touchdowns, no picks. Uh, Stafford played. Okay. Two touchdowns. We had one interception. Chase Edmonds had 120 yards on the ground. Um, AJ Green got himself a touchdown. Haven't seen that in a while, which was great to see. But the Rams just had this game won. They beat them 37 to 20 in LA. Um, don't I'm not saying the Rams can't come back and bounce back, but the Cardinals are looking really, really, really good. Uh, and they're the last undefeated team in the league. So Seahawks 49ers. Um, this offensive line for the Seahawks is just terrible. They are so lucky Russell Wilson can make those backyard playground plays and just throw it in the air and someone will catch it. Because if he couldn't, the Seahawks wouldn't be winning any of these games. They look, I mean, their offensive line looks terrible. Their defense is decent at best. Um, they beat them 28-21. Jimmy Garoppolo goes out with an injury, but he should be fine for this week. Debo Samuel had eight catches, 156 yards, two touchdowns. Had a great game. He's becoming one of the better slot players in the NFL week by week. Uh, yeah, but the Seahawks, they need to pick it up, especially now that they're playing the Rams tonight. I'll get into that, though. Ravens-Broncos, Ravens beat them 23-7. Um, this was a chance to see if the Broncos were legit. Obviously, um, Teddy Bridgewater goes out with a concussion mid-game. So it's tough to say, but the Ravens are a good team. So you never know with the Broncos. But, um, yeah, Ravens beat them 23-7. Lamar Jackson had a, good, had a pretty good game, 316 yards, one touchdown. Latavius Murray got his first touchdown of the year. Marquise Brown cuts a touchdown. They the Ravens played well. Um, Steelers Packers. This had I mean repeated the 2010 Super Bowl, but this had a t- 2010 playoff game or Super Bowl like written all over it. Just these two teams are so nostalgic for NFL fans, just because of the pedigree that they hold. But um, Packers beat them 27-17. Aaron Rodgers 248 two touchdowns. Deontay Johnson had nine catches and a touchdown. And pretty much just how this game was supposed to go. The Steelers start one and three. Probably not the start that they wanted. Now we get to the game, basically the game of the week, which was Brady returning to Foxborough on a rainy Sunday night in New England. And I just thought it was pretty um, interesting how Brady breaks Drew Brees' passing record for all the all-time passing yards in New England in his first game back. I don't know. It just seems a little fishy to me, NFL, but that's fine. Um, Mac Jones played pretty well, 31 to 40, 275, two touchdowns. Mike Evans had seven catches, 75 yards. Um, Mac Jones looked pretty well in this game. He looked like a game manager. He looked like he did at Alabama. I mean, he just looked solid. Brady himself didn't play incredible, but I mean, you know, whatever it, they, it wasn't, this game wasn't meant to be about if Brady was going to look good. It was just about him returning to new England and they came out with a win anyway, 19 to 17. Um, Chargers Raiders, like I said last week, this is going to be a chance for the Raiders to prove that they are indeed not pretenders by going up, going, going up against one of the best best teams in the AFC in the Chargers. And the Chargers proved why they are the best, one of the best teams in the AFC, beating them 48 or 28 to 14, outscoring them 21-0 in the first half. Yes, the Raiders did score 14 in the third. It doesn't matter. The Chargers had this wrapped up. Um, yeah, the Chargers looked like one of the best. And I don't know about the Raiders, man, but we'll see. Going into this week, I'm just going to give my picks, go through them really quickly. Uh, tonight, Rams, Seahawks, uh, Russell Wilson's 9-1 and one in primetime games. So I did pick the Rams to win this one before I even looked at that stat, but I'm still going to stick with the Rams here, minus 2.5. Dolphins, Bucks, let's not be stupid. Let's pick the Bucks. Uh, Jets, Falcons, that's in London at 9.30. Thank God this game's in London, but I'm going to go against – I'm going to go with the Falcons. Packers, Bengals, I'm going to go with the Packers. Vikings, Lions, I'm going to go with the Vikings. I've been picking the Lions. I don't know why I feel like the Lions are going to win. They're not going to beat the Vikings. Uh, Broncos, Steelers, I'm going to go with the Steelers here. Saints, Washington, I'm going to go with the Saints. Eagles, Panthers, I'm going to go with the Panthers. Titans, Jaguars, let's hope the Titans win this game and avoid another week where they lose to a winless team. Uh, Patriots, Texans, I'm going to go with the Patriots. Raiders, Bears, I'm going to go... Mm, I will, I, it's probably going to be the Raiders. Uh, Browns, Chargers, I'm going to go with the Chargers. Giants, Cowboys, Cowboys. 49ers, Cardinals, I'm going to go with the Cardinals. 
Bills Chiefs Sunday night game really good. I'm going to go with the Bills here. Their offense is just too good for the Chiefs defense. I think it's going to be a very very high scoring game. Take the over. Um, Colts Ravens Monday night. I'm going to go with the Ravens. So there you go. Those are the picks for this week. Uh, we are going to move on to f- college football from last week. So Joe, what do you got for me? All right. So I'm sitting here looking at some lines while we're <clears throat> talking about NFL. But uh, what a weekend we had. And I'm not going to lie, the there was a couple of games that really surprised me and a couple of games that kind of went the way I expected. Um, just kind of breezing by, you know, Texas takes care of TCU 32-27. I mean, it's a struggle win against TCU, but they always seem to have trouble against TCU. But this is also Sarkeesian's first year. So, you know, take that as you will. Um, the big struggle win that just seems like a flop, and we say it every week, Oklahoma's only beating Kansas State by six. Yep. They always struggle with Kansas State. I thought this would be a bounce back game. I keep trying to give Spencer Rattler and Lincoln Riley and the Oklahoma Sooners, you know, I guess some respect thinking that they can bounce back and be the team that they want to be. Um, and they continually prove me that they're not. So I, I'm going to start saying that the Oklahoma ship has sailed. Um, I'm actually going to pick Texas and the Red River this week. I was going to say, yeah, I was going to say the same thing. Yeah, I'm going to pick Texas in this one. But um, let's get to the big storylines. Uh, I've never seen a more dominant football team in an outing uh, than what both Georgia and Alabama did, respectively. Georgia mm-hmm. looked more dominant than Alabama this weekend, and I'll explain why. Uh, KJ Jefferson's that dude. I'm convinced he's that guy. And even after his performance this week, I still think he's that guy. But my God. Yeah. <laughs> I I mean, shit. Yeah, I, I mean, I was saying the same exact thing. That Georgia defense is just unfucking real They held Arkansas to nine first downs yeah. and 160 yards. Yeah, it's... I mean, going into the game, we had some expectations, right? Obviously for Arkansas to come in and at least keep it competitive, you know, score here, there, maybe, you know, whatever. I mean, Georgia was probably going to win this game, but fucking nothing. My God. Like I zero. Mean, like Arkansas zero shot points. themselves in a foot quite a bit because they had about oh, nine sure. false starts in the first half alone. But that, that Sanford Stadium, gonna, I mean, come on. The noise had an impact on that one. Oh, a thousand percent. But I mean, Georgia just looked great. The yeah. offense doesn't look explosive, for lack it of a better term. It doesn't need to. It, it, no, <laughs> not by a long shot. Um, they just don't look explosive on the other side of the ball, but they look dominant and strong and scary on mm-hmm. defense. I mean, I just give Georgia and Alabama the, nat- the national championship game now and just because they are several steps above anyone else in the entire country. I mean, yes. you, you can't even compile players to even get close to the stature that Georgia and Alabama has set this season. Right. Um, it's, it's incredible. I was, I was just in shock. I mean, what a dominant, dominant performance. I, I picked Arkansas to really pull up an upset. I really thought their offense would kind of catch this defense off guard. But, I mean, they nah, – No, Georgia, Georgia, Georgia – I mean, Georgia, Georgia made a statement. Georgia proved that they can – this team, This team, other than the 2018 National Championship, this team could beat Alabama. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This team Without could very, very well beat Alabama. I'm not saying it's going to be like an Arkansas-Georgia 37 nothing because both defenses are really good. But this team is the closest I've seen to an Alabama-esque team. On the offensive side of the ball, not so much. Their running game, I will say Georgia's running game is very good. Zamir White's a freak. Him and James Cook are the best two-headed monster in college football right now. Mm -hmm. I mean, with obviously we had, you know, we had Najee Harris and Robinson last year. They've had, I mean, Bama's had their two-headed monsters for sure, but Georgia's running game is really, really good. Yeah, without a doubt. And I'll just, I'll skip over to the Alabama game because to those who watched, um, you best believe I made some popcorn at halftime. Um, <laughs> can we just hold on, hold on, hold on. Can we just, yeah, I know you're going to talk. Can we just like, what was he trying to do? I get it. He's trying to build up some tension, but like, really? Right before the game, literally right before the game. 
I mean, you can say that and then say, I got to go and then hand the headset over. But you don't throw the you shit. Don't throw it, yeah. leave, you like, don't throw it. Yeah. You don't throw it and then get skunked in the first half. I, I mean, this was <laughs> this was very 2010-esque Alabama. Nick Saban came in with an idea. He had a game plan. And, I mean, if if Alabama's defense took this game seriously with, like, 15 minutes left, I don't think Ole Miss would have scored. Um, genuinely, I think they kind of let off the gas a little bit on defense. Mississippi puts up 21. That's fine. I mean, Bama wins by three touchdowns. But the – Ground and pound. We didn't see, I I think, what? Bryce Young missed one downfield pass, and that was it. I don't think we saw another. The no, yeah. Just run it. Run the ball. This was Brian Robinson's game. I mean, 36 carries, 170 yards, four touchdowns. That's <laughs> that's pretty damn good. But um, I think they, they silenced Matt Corral very, very well for the hype he was getting. Absolutely. And I mean, it was just time of possession. Bama has the ball for almost 40 minutes. Yeah. Uh, I They came in with a game plan. We're going to shut you out. We're going to ground pound. We're bigger than you. And they proved it. And it was a very dominant win. I was very happy to see it. Uh, I'm, like I said, Georgia Bama are so far above the rest of the country. It's kind of scary oh yeah these two these both these teams are in a <coughs> excuse me a league of their own um i mean to be fair honestly i didn't even really need to after the first half i turned it off like 28 nothing i don't care how many points they put up in the second half bam is just going to keep scoring like that game was over before K- i think that game was over when lane kiffin did that stupid shit I mean, and it's so funny that he did. You see his press conference afterwards? I did not. So I read the article. He he told um, Jamie after that little thing, he apologized to her. He knew he came off rude, but he said he went back to the sideline and went up to his offensive partner. And ah, yes, and I did. Said, this. We better um, put up some points. I said something really stupid. You better score some points. And I mean, yeah. And I just saw a picture on Twitter. Uh, Lane Kiffin's office this morning was full of popcorn that Bama fans were mailing to the athletic facility. <laughs> so, nevertheless, I mean, you just you don't say, say that. Stupid. I mean, you just don't. You don't. You don't. I I get you're trying to be that young, plucky, you know, Twitter happy, trolley kind of guy, but you're still Nick Saban's child. Um, granted, you're probably one of the better offensive minds that is alive at the moment. Uh, you, you've done wonders for the Alabama program, but nevertheless, you don't say something stupid in Tuscaloosa and expect to get away with it. Yeah, you, you, yeah. I mean, especially, I don't know. I saw that and like, I, I my jaw like dropped because I was just like, did he actually just do that on national television right before? They play the number one team in the country, knowing Nick Saban hasn't lost to an assistant ever in his career. Like, and I don't know, it, it surprising as hell to me. I was just, I, in my head, I'm like, he actually just did that. And then they go out and put up 21 points, but 14 of them were in garbage time. So exactly. I mean, it was, it was insane. Um, nevertheless, great one for the Alabama Crimson Tide. But yep. the game that I'm super happy about, I saw it coming, Cincinnati-Notre Dame. Oh, Desmond Ritter. My is boy. that fucking guy. He's what that guy. Dude. He's that guy. Simple as that. I, I mean, one thing I noticed, aside from what happened on the field, because this game was pretty, pretty back and forth, and I'm just happy for Cincinnati. Did you see how well Cincinnati traveled? Did you see that? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That had a good three or four. They had a good three or four sections of that stadium, like covered. Without, without a doubt. I was very happy to see Cincinnati travel very well. I think it was a very staple win and a win. um, I think they control their destiny. They went out. uh, They're sitting at five right now, but three and four play each other this weekend. And then one and two actually are 
me destined to play each other in the SEC championship game. Mm-hmm. I Cincinnati wins out. They win their conference. I don't see any reason they shouldn't be in. Yeah, that's it's now now more than ever. It's going to be a big topic of conversation because they played a team that's top 10. Mm-hmm. That's ranked every year on the and road. They, yeah, on the road. And they beat them by more than 10 points. And, you know, and it wasn't like, you know, Notre Dame was close. This game was not close at all. And I I, I want to like I want Cincinnati to to be in the playoff. I, I want to I want them to be in the playoff. But like, can they keep up with the Georgia? No. Can they keep up with the no. Alabama? No. Can no. they keep up? No, they can't. But but they, but they can get nobody there. can. Exactly. But like, I'd, I'd love to see them get there. I want to see them at least do it because they definitely I, have proven that they can keep up with some of these teams. I, all I can say, I mean, the, I'm looking at the AP top 25. I'm, we're just going to, this is, this is a topic. We're talking about this now. The, looking at the AP top 25, I'll give you a second to pull it up. I mean, Oklahoma needs to lose one. If Oklahoma wins out, um, you know, the playoff committee has a hard on for Lincoln Riley. Mm-hmm. So Oklahoma wins out. They're going to sneak into four because they're Oklahoma and they're just going to get blown out. Um, Penn State or Iowa, somebody's going to lose. Georgia, Bama, somebody's going to lose. Uh, Ohio State already has a loss and they look mediocre. I honestly, Oregon has a loss, looks mediocre. I don't think BYU can do anything. No, Michigan Looking can't. Down, Nobody I, else really can. Nobody can. I mean, Mich- Michigan's the only one that can, honestly. I mean, Michigan, if Michigan wins out, wins the Big Ten, they they're gonna put them in. That's probably Cincinnati's biggest threat mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. They need two things: they need Michigan to lose, and they need Oklahoma to lose. Both this, can very well happen. <laughs> Red River is a big game for Cincinnati fans, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I mean, Cincinnati, the entire state of Ohio, because Cincinnati is the best team in Ohio, which is funny. <laughs> the entire state of Ohio has got to be rooting for Texas, man. I, Oklahoma loses. I think they have a spot. And if they don't make it this year, I don't think the playoff committee will ever put an AAC team in. Yeah, team but in. like I think yeah. I think this year they have like no choice. If if Cincinnati wins out, they literally have no choice. But I say that they have to it, they they need to. It's imperative that Cincinnati does not let foot off the gas pedal it's imperative they have to beat temple they have to beat ucf they have to beat navy they all have to beat these a by a lot they have to beat them by a considerable amount they cannot beat them wins they cannot beat a temple or a ucf or a navy or a tulsa by 11 points they can't it's just that's just not going to help their case now Temple, easily, that's an easy win for them. UCF, that's going to be another easy win for them. Navy, it's going to be another easy win for them. It, it should, these, all these games should be easy. SMU, I wouldn't give them the time of day. They're 24, whatever. They always do this. They cannot lose. They can, they, obviously, they can't lose, but they have to beat them by more than probably 13 points to keep their credibility. I completely agree. I, you know, unless... Georgia or Alabama gets completely exposed in this championship game. I don't see any reason why both of them aren't going in. Oh yeah. No, they're going to, unless it's like a 21 plus point margin of victory. Both of them are in. They're secure. Even then I think Georgia still makes it or Alabama. Um, the playoff. I think there'll be any more than I, any more than 21. I don't, I don't see it just for, you know, conversation purposes. I, I have trouble seeing it. If they, if the margin of victory is twenty one or less, the loser of that drops to four. Um, beyond that, nothing else. There, so we pretty much have two SEC teams, and you're probably going to have the winner of the Big Ten because it's either going to be Correct. Iowa, Penn State, or Michigan. Because if it's Ohio State, they're not going to put Ohio State in. Um, Correct. Uh, Oklahoma needs to lose. If they win out, they're probably going to take Oklahoma. Then who's uh, the fourth team? And it's either going to be. You know, Cincinnati if we have two SEC teams or it, Michigan, it it's going to come down to the Big Ten or the Cincinnati. I mean, <sighs> this is what I mean. Yes. This is what I mean. That's why Cincinnati has to win by a lot of points. They have to score points, and they've shown that they can. 
they can do it. I mean, granted, they played Miami of Ohio, Murray State, Indiana, but like they beat oh, Miami of Ohio by what? Fucking 30 points. They beat Murray State by 35. They beat Indiana by 14. They beat Notre Dame by 11. Granted, Everyone Indiana had- in preseason was a top 15 team. Right. And these teams are all, besides Navy, are all AAC. Is, is, is SMU AAC? Yeah, they are. Um, ECU, SMU, UCF, Tulsa, Tulane, Navy, UCF, and Temple. These teams should not even be considered even close games for Cincinnati. So, I mean, yeah, they need they need I, I to win these I'm, games. I'm a, a huge, huge Texas fan right now. I want Cincinnati to get in this top four. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't know, man. I think we're having some connection issues, my guy. Really? We back? Uh, I think so. All right, perfect. Um, oh, thank God. LOL. Uh, you know, just the playoff committee's got a lot on their plate. I think Oregon shot themselves in the foot losing this week. Um, was it this week? Last week? Who? Last week, wasn't it? Oregon. Yeah, Oregon lost. Stanford. Oregon lost to Stanford okay, cool. last week. Yeah. Yeah. They they shot themselves in the foot. Um, with the amount of competition going out right now, I I think an undefeated Cincinnati or an undefeated Oklahoma or an undefeated Big Ten team is secured. Um, I think there's too much competition to let a 11 or 11 and one Ohio State in. I unless they dismantle a they got a shit on Penn State mm-hmm. and they need to shit on Michigan and then they got a shit on whoever the fuck is in the Big Ten championship game which will probably end up being what Iowa or Michigan State I guess yeah probably um, I mean even then I'm I, I guess at that point they've got a bunch of ranked ones they probably go in. I don't know. I hate talking about this sometimes. This playoff, <laughs> they just need to expand it. If there's six spots, this is an easy conversation. For sure. For sure. For sure. Um, so I'm just going to move on. I can't. This is just about, annoying whoa, whoa, whoa. me. Kentucky? Oh, I know. I know. I was going to talk about Michigan and Kentucky. Um, yeah, go, go, for, go Michigan first. Uh, I, Wisconsin put points on the board? Yay? Ish. <laughs> Ish? Ish. I, I, that's... I mean, Graham Mertz still looks like absolute ass, but. I mean, yeah, Michigan, great win. Great win in Madison. Um, glad to see you winning football games. Uh, I, you know, I'm not going to lie. Michigan crack in the top 10 may have just secured a co- contract extension for Jim Harbaugh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's, I, I that's what I'm going to have to say. I mean, he's 5-0. and I mean, granted, last year was a little wonky, but. Unless he loses by like thirty-five plus to Ohio State, yeah. When is that game? That's like oh, that's not for a while. It's like Thanksgiving weekend. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, I, I mean, that's all I can really say. I, you know, looking down across the board, Stanford beating Oregon. Oregon. I mean, if there was going to be an upset. It was either going to be K State or Stanford. So sucks to be Oregon. I, it's tough to have the Pac-12 beg for respect and then do shit like this. Yeah, that's that's just me. But anyways, Kentucky. Hello. <laughs> Hi. What's going on, Kentucky? Can I, can I see the blue and white? Can we get back on the Emory Jones being absolute ass train, please? Can we just get back on Florida's overrated? God, man. I mean, shit. I, I mean, and they... AR-15 played in this game. He did. And, and he threw one pass and <laughs> ran it five times. I mean, it's just you have such a weapon in Anthony Richardson. I'm such a fan of Anthony Richardson. I am too. I really am. I am too. You you have such a weapon, and Dan Mullen just doesn't know how to execute him properly. I, If you were any smart, even against Kentucky, Anthony Richardson gets the start in, in every game. Yeah, I granted he was injured for the Bama game, so like, what can he do? 
but Anthony Richardson should get the first snap of the game the rest of the season. Because uh, Emory Jones is better as that second head of a two-headed quarterback monster instead of the primary guy, because he's not. I don't know. I'm looking at stats. Florida wins this game by a mile. Yeah. It's like not even close. Yeah. It's it's a mismanagement of your offense if you're Dan Mullen. Yeah. I mean, they're putting themselves at a real disadvantage starting Emory Jones every week. I mean, it's just evident every single week. It's the same thing every week. I Honestly, it, Florida's beating Kentucky in every stat line. I, less punts, more first downs, better third down efficiency. Kentucky had one third down conversion. Are you kidding? <laughs> I The one thing that stands out to me, and you can't win a football game this way, and it shows, you can't have over 100 yards of penalties. No, definitely not. 15 penalties for 115 yards. That's bad. That's ugly. That's yeah, sloppy football. It, you know, I'm happy to see Kentucky, you know, get in the mix, get in the conversation. They're they're going to do well through most of the SEC, whatever their schedule is. I mean, they're going to play all right. They're going to win. They're going to be win some games here. I mean, they're. I think they beat LSU. They're going to get shit on by Georgia. They're probably going to beat Mississippi State. They're going to beat Tennessee. They're going to beat Vanderbilt. They're going to beat Louisville. I mean, they're going to finish this season like ten and one. Uh, I mean, Florida's just trash. I really don't know what else to say. Florida's garbage. Yeah, yeah. Penn State threw a shutout against Indiana in the stripeout. They did. That was a good game. It's a great um, game. Great John game. Clifford looks good. He does. He does. Bo Nix is officially Auburn Jesus for the season. <laughs> uh, he pulls off a Johnny Menzel special to pull off a win against LSU. You know, and I mean, aside from the big games that we touched on, the later slate of the night last Saturday was okay. I mean, it was pretty much Kentucky and LSU. That was like the only good games. Um, I, I'm ready to get into next week. Next week's oh, another yeah. great slate. Yes, it is. Um, I want to start with the Red River, man. Yeah, I'm down. Oklahoma, Texas. The line's only like three and a half, and I think mm-hmm. Oklahoma's favorite. They I are. see Texas winning this big. I, I mean, yeah, like we said earlier, I think Texas – Given that Oklahoma, like the Oklahoma struggles, Texas now has a really, really good shot of winning this game just based on Oklahoma's performance the past few weeks and their defense not showing up and Texas, you know, offense is getting there. But, I mean, Texas averages more points per game. They allow more points, but, I mean, either way, they have more yards. I mean, they're this, – this game easily could go in Texas' favor. Without a doubt, without a doubt, I think. And they're four and one against the spread. Facts. Uh, Steve Sarkeesian's probably licking his chops, looking at this game. He's probably really excited. Oklahoma's just struggling. They haven't really put the foot on the gas yet. They've just been cruising to wins. Not really cruising. They've just been coasting. They haven't done anything. Um, I think Texas comes out with some intensity. If Texas believes they can win this game, they're going to win this game. You, you cannot lose out of the locker room. You can't no. step foot on this field defeated. You have to believe you can win because you really can. Oh, I yeah. Mean, this is the closest a Red River spread's been in a while. So this is your year. Mm-hmm. You want to say you're back, Texas? Win this game. Yeah, I mean, it's, there's a rebuttal to that one. It's going to be hard because Oklahoma hasn't been that great this year, but, they, but Oklahoma has no excuses to not win this game. Spencer Rattler's there. Their running backs are there. Their defense is there. They literally have no excuse to lose this game. So if they do it, if they lose completely, 100% blame them. Blame that offense for not producing. (laughs) Without a doubt. Without a doubt. I think the key to this game, if I really had to think, just seeing the experience that Oklahoma has been giving me, if Oklahoma gets behind late, I don't think they have enough firepower or motivation or momentum to climb back and win. Yeah, I agree. It, so, I mean, if you're Steve Sarkeesian and you're listening to this, because I know you are, <laughs> um, take shots early, really test that secondary, 
I hope your offensive line holds up against this infamous pass rush of the Oklahoma Sooners. <laughs> I take some shots early. Take take some shots. You're gonna shoot fifty percent out there, but I mean, points on the board early first drive is gonna be huge. I mean, yeah, I'm. That's that's it's it's an exciting game. It's probably the second best game of the week. Yeah, I I just. I'm looking at the the games this weekend. I mean, Arkansas Ole Miss is sneaky just because of, I mean, Arkansas is still Arkansas. I mean, look, Georgia killed them, but they're still a good team. So this game is going to be pretty good. Um, if I had to give a winner, I'd probably give it to Arkansas. I'm not going to lie. But I'm going to say it's it, this is a game of heart. Both yeah. teams are coming off a very difficult time. In prior games, I mean, you have Arkansas getting completely dismantled on offense against Georgia's defense, and you have Ole Miss that just got routed and ground pounded by Alabama. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I want Arkansas to win this game. I, I think the Ole Miss defense is bad, and I think Nick Saban showed what the weakness is in Ole Miss, and it's run defense. I, uh, you know, they they play what. Three, five, two. What are the old old Miss defense sucks? I mean, it's not very good. Uh, They only play three up front, don't they? They Um, they pull everybody back. They keep the shit in front of them, and they they're just susceptible to the run, which is huge because KJ Jefferson's a runner. Uh, KJ Jefferson's going to run for seventy-five or hundred yards, without a doubt. I could see that. Yeah. Um, Granted, this game is in Mississippi, so you know tables will turn this is just going to be a game of heart um and if if i'm going off what i'm saying then game goes to old mess just because I, th- I think they've got a little more momentum a little more confidence in their team i think arkansas is still riding the cinderella streak but <laughs> i mean a I 37 think- a 37 to 0 loss is pretty disheartening it really is um but i think sam Pittman's a smart guy I think he'll have his team ready. He's he's seen the blueprint of how to beat this Ole Miss team badly, and I expect him to to exploit that. I, it's going to come down to the Arkansas defense, in my opinion. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, Iowa, Penn State. I was going to say Georgia Auburn because it's like earlier. Fair enough. Go for that one, yeah. Um, this game's not gonna get this. I mean, I'll, Auburn Jesus isn't enough of a legend. I don't think Bo Nix has game. it in him. Yeah, I don't think Bo Nix really has it in him to win this one. Uh, I think this game's gonna. I'm gonna be surprised if Auburn scores more than 14. Yeah, probably. I I would say the same thing. It it's just. I mean, given what they just did to a number eight team last week, and Auburn being Auburn, not the Auburn of late. Of, of Auburn's past. Mm-mm. I'm, I'm frankly yeah. scared. I'm frankly, and they're, they struggle winning against LSU. Yeah, this game's going to get ugly. That's where I'm at. This game has every opportunity to get really fucking ugly. Yeah. Uh, I, Georgia just looks unbeatable at this point. Genuinely, genuinely. I'm going to skip around because I want to leave this Penn State Iowa conversation until the very end. Mm-hmm. Um, Michigan, Nebraska, this could be very. Easy win for Michigan, in my opinion. Nebraska's a broken team. Notre Dame, Virginia Tech, bounce back game. VT's pulled off a couple of upsets, nothing major. Yeah, I think uh, Notre Dame has this one, yeah. Notre Dame's going to win this one. Kentucky, I think, is going to dismantle LSU, especially in Kentucky. Yeah. I see their, I see their win over Florida as a big stepping stone. They beat Florida. like they, They're the one team that just beats Florida for some reason. It's unfortunate. Um, <laughs> Is it though? <laughs> Alabama makes the trip to Kyle Field in Texas A&M. I uh... be honest, they're gonna shit on them. I mean, come I mean, on. Yeah, they're they're like seventeen and a half point favorites, if not more. It might might have jumped to twenty one by now. But um, it's eighteen. Eighteen. Uh, I knew it was seven. I opened at seventeen and a half. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's. I mean, it's on paper, half. on paper, this game is just not even close. I know, I know, and you know, they're AM's very physical, but they're just not. Yeah, 
put together. I they're, it's they're the same story. It's the same team. story as Georgia. It's literally the same story as Georgia, except Bama has both facets of the ball. Like, yeah, they have the offense and the defense. Granted, Bama's defense probably isn't as great. I isn't. I, I I'm really, <laughs> I'm really drawn. Like, I don't even know the phrase. What's the phrase? I don't know. But either way, Georgia's defense is probably just a little bit. I'm grasping at straws. There we go. It's probably a little bit. Georgia's defense is probably a little bit better than Bama's, but it's the fact that Bama's offense is just as good, and it's it's the best, probably the best offense in college football. Mm, I don't know. I mean, Bama, I think, proved that they're the best offense in college football last week. They they've been picking teams apart in the air, and everyone was expecting an air raid, and they come out and it was like, well, or pretty good running the ball and yeah. they showed it so yeah 100 yeah this, um, this game probably is not gonna be close either no probably not uh i think if texan texas and is gonna try to play a little bit up they're gonna take a you know take some advice from all mess they're gonna play up they're gonna really cheat on the run and they're just gonna get bit by slants all day um penn state iowa i think i'm gonna just say this right now is probably going to be the best Big Ten football game that I've seen since Wisconsin Ohio State when Cardale Jones went off. This it's is definitely going to be a fantastic football game. I agree. It's only a one and a half point favorite. Both teams are four and one against the spread. So it's and I mean to those that are listening and to you and just people in general, do not sit in front of your television tomorrow at four o'clock and be expecting a Georgia-Alabama game or an A&M-Alabama game no. or Notre Dame-Cincinnati game. This is not going to be who has the ball last, who's better on offense. This is who is bigger, who has more stamina, and who's just going to break the other person. Mm-hmm. This game's going to come down to turnovers and the running game. And I, I spent 15 minutes before we started recording this Watching Iowa highlights because I don't. I I watched their game against Iowa State. I watched their game against Maryland, and I wasn't like. And I watched. I intently watched, and I couldn't see what the country was seeing. But looking back on these highlights, and I'm trying to find what separates them, and I found it. Their line of scrimmage, in offense and defense, are just a bigger than everyone else. Their offensive They've line got, is sneaky. It's sneaky. It's sneaky, and they're young. This, hey, well, I mean, they have the best center arguably in college football in Tyler Linderbaum. He is unbelievable. He could have gone to the draft last year, but he didn't. Um, they're really, really, really good up front on both sides. Absolutely. I'm really excited for this game. This game is in Iowa. It's, this is going to be a low-scoring game. I wouldn't be surprised if this is like a 25 to 17 kind of deal. Um, I want to give it to Penn State. I think Sean Clifford and the explosive Penn State offense has the upper hand. I know they're underdogs by a point and a half, which is practically a coin flip because I think home field advantage is a point. Um, so, I mean, yeah. I... But the Iowa secondary is scary. Um, mm-hmm. They're not fantastic. They're not Cincinnati secondary. Cincinnati secondary makes plays on their own. Mm-hmm. Iowa secondary is in the right place. They're fundamentally sound. And they get these turnovers because of how good their defensive line is and their pass rush. They yes. put pressure on the quarterback. They make him make mistakes. They focus on poor decision-making from the offense. And they play sound defense <laughs> in the backfield. I, they're going to pick you off. Yeah. I just want to point out something pretty interesting. Iowa's won 11 games dating back to last year, right? Mm-hmm. Penn State's won nine in a row. The last time they lost was to Iowa last season, 41-21. So. I, I don't know. This is this is going to be a ground pound game all, all day for both teams, um, which, I mean, cancels it out. The Iowa defense, I'm going to say, is probably better. But Penn State's got the air game, so I don't know, man. I Game's tied on the line. I don't know if Iowa has the offense to get it done, 
to do that two minute drive down the field to win. Uh, but if you flip the script, I think Sean Clifford does. Uh, I don't know. I'm, this is one of those where you could flip a coin and I'd be happy with the, with the outcome either way. 100%. Yeah. 100%. I don't know, man. Wow. I, yeah, this is a game I was, you just I was don't playing touch. old football. Yeah. Yeah. I was playing very old football and, and it's successful. It's successful. I, they just ground pounds, put pressure on the quarterback, a couple of turnovers and, you know, I'm reading an article and it's they're comparing it to like an MMA fight. It's, you know, your Bama's and your Georgia's is like Conor McGregor when he was relevant. And sorry, Conor, because I know you're listening. Um, yeah. it's, Bama, Georgia has that knockout power. And Iowa's that MMA fighter that, you know, the fight goes either way for a couple of rounds. But at the end of the day, they're going to get that inevitable chokehold, you know? They're, they're going to outlast you. Everyone wants, thinks that Iowa is going to be an easy win until you step on the field with them and you realize they won't give up. They're just going to hang around and they're just going to make you make a mistake. They're not better than anyone on the offensive side of the football, but they're just consistent and they're determined. And my God, I, I don't know, man. I really don't. This is a weird game. Well, I mean, I can't wait to watch it, honestly, because I'm probably not going to watch um, many games in the early window. I don't know why my computer's not working. There we go. Um, it's, I mean, Coastal, I'm not going to watch Cincinnati. I'm, I mean, Red River at noon, yeah. I'm not going to watch the Arkansas miss game. Really don't care. Just going to look at the final score and probably I'll watch a little bit of it if it's commercial break, but – yeah, I mean, the two games my, are the two games are gonna be the Red River. Oklahoma. Yeah, the two games are gonna be Red River and Penn State, Iowa for sure. Yeah, I'd I wonder which game Gus know. Johnson's gonna be doing. Where's college game this week, do you know? Um I wanna say it's probably Oklahoma or Texas. It has to well the game's in Dallas, so probably it's at the Cotton Bowl. Bowl. I assume it's gotta be there. I can't even see it. Where the fuck? Anyways. Hold on, I um, got it. Notre Dame, Wisconsin, Arkansas, Georgia. Yeah, they're at Red River. That's what I thought. Okay. Oh, my God. They're in UCF Cincinnati next week? Huh? Yeah. Time out. Actually? Yeah. Wow. Okay. (laughs) Great. At least that's what they're predicting. I mean, it's a noon kickoff. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I guess for Cincinnati, yeah. If Kentucky wins big, Kentucky-Georgia may be a decent game. They're probably just going to get dismantled. (laughs) Auburn-Arkansas in a couple of weeks is going to be a better game than people think. Who? Auburn-Arkansas next weekend. Oh, yeah. Yeah, We'll get into that. That's going to be a better game than people think. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you want to take a look at the AP Top 25? Yeah, I mean, we kind of briefly went over it. We're going to start at the bottom here. I mean, San Diego State gets in. Clemson is not in the Top 25 anymore. This is the first time they're not ranked since 2014, I think it was. It feels so nice. 2014 was the first time they they were not ranked. Um, SMU at 24, sure. North NC State now is – oh, I lied. NC State's a twenty-three. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I'm, I'm an idiot. I Wake Forest has now overtaken the highest-ranked ACC team, um, at nineteen. Scary. Arizona State at twenty-two. Texas at twenty-one. Florida drops all the way down to twenty. Uh, like I said, Wake Forest at nineteen. Auburn goes down to, or goes up to eighteen, I should say. Old Miss with that loss to Bama goes down to twelve. Kentucky goes in at sixteen. Uh, Coastal went up one to fifteen. Notre Dame goes down to 14. Arkansas goes down to 13 from number eight. Uh, Oklahoma State goes up from 19 to 12. Michigan State's looking pretty good this year from 17 to 11. BYU going up to from 13 to 10. Michigan moving up from 14 into the top 10. Oregon with that loss to Stanford in overtime drops from three to eight. 
Ohio State goes from 11 to 7. Oklahoma State's at 6. Cincinnati moves up two spots to the top five for the first time, I think, in school history. Um, Penn State stays at 4. Iowa moves up 2 to number 3. Georgia stays at 2. Bama stays at 1. And those two will probably not change. So, honestly, nothing's really surprising me in this. I mean, obviously, it's hilarious that Clemson's out of the top 25. But... Um, yeah, that nothing really surprises me about this. No, without a doubt, nothing really surprises me. Um, I think Florida dropping to 20. It's a big drop, but like back to back losses. They're the losses, only two lost team in there. Yeah, I mean, back to back losses problem. and one to Kentucky. It's not great. That Kentucky win hurts. Oh, 100%. <laughs> That Kentucky win hurts. I'm glad to see Texas ranked before the Red River. I think I fully expect them to win this game. If they do, are, do they move to top 10? you think they're a top 10 team then? Who? Texas, if they beat Oklahoma. Top 10? No. Probably they'll be just on the outside. They'll probably... Like sitting at 11? Mm. I'd put them over BYU. Yeah, but like... That'd be a long way to move up. 11 spots? I mean, wow. shit. I mean, Michigan yeah, I, I get where you're five. coming from. I get where you're coming from. Yeah. I mean, if BYU loses, then 100%. But, like... I mean, Michigan moves up five, and they beat Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah. I mean, They'd probably Michigan. be right at 10. They would be right at number 10. That's what I would say. Probably, yeah. That's a good spot. I don't know. The way these people do the fucking 25 is just annoying. But It's weird. I mean, this is one of those weekends where, like, I'm excited, but it's kind of like an uneasy excitement. Like, you really don't know what's going to happen. It's not something you're rushing to the TV to see. It's more like a heavyweight fight that you're not ready for. For sure. Yeah. Oh, man. God, I hope Texas wins. <laughs> yeah, I'd love if Texas would win that game. That'd be sick. I'm trying. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's... Um, trying to think. Is that all we have this week? I mean, I say all, but... <laughs> Are you back? Yeah, we're having some severe technological Dude, what is going on? It's probably... It's on my end for sure. Yeah, because I had to turn off my Wi-Fi. I think it was on meme, but it is I'm definitely on, on my data. end. Yeah, it's definitely on my on my end. Apologize about that for everybody, because everything's right, just well, resetting. But yeah, let, I'm. <laughs> that's it for me, Joe. <laughs> that's it for me. Let's get out of here before it yeah. Gets before out of anything here. else happens, um, enjoy football this weekend. We will see you guys next week. Thanks, guys. Later.